Buckle up for this episode of Drive Time Talks, an exclusive podcast for Toyota's policy drivers, the team members driving policy decisions that matter to Toyota. This is Donna Rudy from Government Affairs coming to you from Washington, D.C. In this traffic report, let's get up to speed on trade with Toyota's Director of International Public Policy, Lila Aridia Foss. Lila, with the trade deal between the U.S. and Japan, is the threat of auto imports finally behind us? Well, Donna, the threat has been contained but not completely eliminated yet. And that's because the U.S. and Japan agreed to a limited trade deal, a phase one, if you will. And the U.S. and Japanese negotiators are going to continue negotiating a more comprehensive deal during phase two. Now, in the agreement that was signed by both President Trump and Prime Minister Abe, there was no language that provided an ironclad protection against auto tariffs on Japanese imports. However, President Trump did provide verbal assurances to Prime Minister Abe, as well as two leaders released a joint statement, which basically said that they will not hit each other with tariffs while this sort of limited phase one deal goes into effect and while they are negotiating that longer term agreement during phase two. Under the proclamation that President Trump announced in May, he gave the U.S. Trade Representative until November 14th to address the national security threat from auto imports. Where does this put us now? So this, you know, limited deal does sort of get us past that deadline. And I believe that we're clear for the rest of this year and and hopefully next from any threat of auto tariffs. However, we likened the auto tariffs to the dragon that we had to slay. And so he hasn't been slain. However, he has been tamed. But as we know from all our childhood stories, you never turn your back on a tamed dragon. And what can we ask our policy drivers now? Stay vigilant, stay alert, and keep doing the excellent work that they're doing. I mean, the reason we're in the position that we are in now is because of the wonderful work that our policy drivers did, sharing Toyota's story and advocating our position that we are not a national security threat. In this Rush Hour segment, Group Manager of Technology and Innovation Policy, Hillary Kane, talks with Jeff McCarowitz, Toyota R&D's Group Vice President, on his recent visit to Washington. Jeff, you're here in Washington, D.C. to participate in a panel discussion. So can you tell us a little bit about this event? Sure. The event is being hosted by the Center for Strategic and International Studies called Driving the Future, Developing Next Generation Automotive Innovation in America, and is focused on the U.S. as a premier market for investment in research and development for next generation auto technologies. So what's your main message? Our main message is that we have a significant U.S. presence that is focused on research and development in new and emerging automotive technologies, and that a job working in R&D in the U.S. for a foreign headquartered company is no different than a job working in R&D in the U.S. for a domestically headquartered company. These are all American jobs that contribute to the American economy and make their way into vehicles driven by American consumers. And the fact that we've been doing R&D in the U.S. for more than 45 years is unequivocally a good thing for the U.S. This event is part of the company's comprehensive and multifaceted strategy to combat the administration's determinations that foreign headquartered automakers pose a threat to national security. The Department of Commerce claimed that American-owned automakers were falling behind in their investment in R&D for new and emerging technologies, and that reducing auto imports would allow them to invest more in R&D. As someone who works in automotive R&D for Toyota, how do you feel about that? 
honestly disappointed. An American job is an American job, and the fact that these jobs exist in the U.S. should be celebrated, not discounted. As you know, we are often working together and collaboratively with the domestically headquartered companies on pre-competitive R&D that helps advance the entire American auto industry. And we're investing in entities like M-City and the American Center for Mobility and have extensive research collaborations with colleges, national labs, and universities throughout the U.S. We've granted royalty-free access to over 24,000 of our patents in critical areas such as hydrogen fuel cell and hybrid electrification so that the entire automotive industry can benefit. So what is it that you want our team members at TMNA R&D to know? Simply, we have their back and that we're proud of what they do and see it as an important contribution, not only to our company, but to the American auto industry and to the U.S., and that Toyota is and will remain a leader in U.S.-based R&D investment and innovation. On Pennsylvania Avenue, Toyota Executive Vice President Chris Nielsen joins the President's advisor, Ivanka Trump, in Huntsville, Alabama, for a special announcement. Let's go to Regional Director Karen Johnston. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for joining us here in Huntsville today. What a great day for Toyota to be joined by Ivanka Trump as we make another step towards increasing skilled technicians in the United States. As a board member of the National Association of Manufacturers, can you give us your impression of today's activity? Karen, this was an absolutely outstanding day. You know, we announced today that Toyota is transitioning the stewardship of the Federation for Advanced Manufacturing Education to the National Association of Manufacturers Manufacturing Institute. The Manufacturing Institute is going to take this incredible fame program nationwide. And who better to shine a bright light on, on this today than advisor to the President Ivanka Trump? We are so appreciative that Ivanka could join us. She is very passionate about this issue of increasing jobs and opportunities across our country for skilled workers. It's known that today over half a million jobs remain open because we can't find people with the proper skills. And that's projected to increase to 2 million just in a few years. Fame is the answer to that. A nationwide fame program can be a big part of the solution to provide the necessary training for advanced manufacturing technicians really across our country. What does this mean for Toyota and our AMT programs that we have already established in many of our plant communities? Karen, I think it means a couple of different things. For Toyota overall, this is a great opportunity for us to be really aligned with the administration, to work closely with them on common objectives. For our AMT, or Advanced Manufacturing Technicians Program, first and foremost, we will continue to emphasize the quality of the curriculum and the quality of the graduates coming out of the program. That has been key to our success, and that's really needed at each of our different plant locations who depend on the AMT program for outstanding graduates. So how are we lending our expertise to ensure a successful transition? You know, one of the things that we're doing is we're actually providing to the Manufacturing Institute on assignment, Dennis Parker. Dennis is known as the father of fame, and he's going to work closely during this transition with the Manufacturing Institute to assure just that, that the quality of the curriculum, the quality of graduates remain at such a high level. Heading down Constitution Avenue, let's hear from congressional expert and former Senate Chief of Staff Bob Russell on how the impeachment inquiry is impacting Congress's agenda, especially USMCA. Well, hello, Donna. And first of all, the impeachment inquiry certainly places a cloud on any legislation getting done before the end of the year, not just USMCA. So it does have an impact. 
when you talk to all parties involved, and that's particularly the Trump administration, folks that are leading the negotiation effort for USMCA, and the Pelosi leadership team and the House Democrats, there is a level of optimism that they're going to be able to reach some kind of deal. The only other thing I would say about the impact that the impeachment inquiry may have upon passage is that we're, we're running out of time for this year. So we've only got six or seven weeks left on the congressional calendar. This is going to take some time in the House and in the Senate to get it passed, if there is a deal, and then how that lays out with everything else that has to occur at the end of the year, plus whether there's an impeachment trial that may be going on in the Senate, all of that will impact timing. So I do think it's still on track to move should we get to some kind of agreement, but we may actually see passage maybe slipping to the first quarter of next year. This state highway is headed for Texas. State Government Affairs Director Lori McMahon accompanied Governor Greg Abbott to Japan. Lori, tell us about this important mission for Toyota. Donna, it's a pleasure to talk about Governor Greg Abbott's recent trade mission to Japan, as the company couldn't have a better advocate in the Lone Star State. This week-long economic development trip was an opportunity for the governor to meet with CEOs and other business leaders, dignitaries throughout the country. Over 400 Japanese companies have operations in Texas. As the saying goes, everything is bigger in Texas. So what did the governor want to accomplish on this trip? Governor Abbott has said Texas has a strong cultural and economic bond with Japan, and this mission is about deepening the economic partnerships with Toyota and several other manufacturers that call Texas home. It's important to note the governor began the month by visiting Kevin Vocal and Chris Reynolds along with local leaders in San Antonio for Toyota's plant investment announcement. Days later, he boarded a plane to Japan. Toyota hosted the governor in Toyota City to talk about the many issues impacting the company, beginning with trade and tariffs. We also did miss the opportunity to highlight future technologies, our investment in the Olympics, and showcase the expert craftsmanship of various vehicles made at the Motomachi plant. The trip reached a pinnacle with a private dinner with Akio Toyota. Now let's take a quick detour. Debate-watching parties are a pastime in the nation's capital during presidential season, but this year, a lawyer presenting in federal court asked a D.C. judge to shift deadlines in an ongoing case so he could watch the Washington Nationals advance to the World Series with his nine-year-old son. The ruling? With consent of the parents and baseball fans at the Department of Justice, this request is unopposed. 86 years and 14 American presidents later, America's pastime comes back to Washington. And that's it for Drive Time Talks. Thank you, policy drivers, for continuing to make the difference for Toyota. Stay engaged by following us on Twitter at Toyota Policy. This is Donna Rudy signing off from Washington. But I am a show. Until next time. <laughs>